in verse 12. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Now, the word there for attain, we covered last time. We looked at that some as we were checking out the different groups that we can move ourselves into. But the word attained is in the past tense. In the Greek, it's in the aorist. It's talking about something that happened in the past. Aorist tense is, is uh, simply something that happened once in the past. And it's uh, action that is referred back to. Not that I have already attained. There's not a one-time action that has brought him to this place. Or I'm already perfected. Now that word there means to make perfect, complete, finish, accomplish, or bring to completion. This word in particular is used 24 times in the New Testament. And of those, 18 of them are found in the book of Hebrews and the writings of John. So that's where your most concentration is in, in those ones. Uh, here's a, some of the examples of it. John chapter 4, verse 34. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. To bring to a place of completion his work. John 17, 4. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And I wanted you to see this one because here you see that Jesus uses it before for something that he needed to do. And here he uses it for something that is done. So it's not like it's, this word is used as something that can't ever be attained. This is something that is used that can be finished, can have an end result. And this is what Jesus is referring to. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. Isn't that a good thing for us to be able to say? That we have finished the work that God has given us to do. Second Corinthians 12 and verse 9. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. My strength is made perfect in weakness. That's that same word being used there. Hebrews 7 verse 19. For the law made nothing perfect. For the law made nothing perfect. So here's some places where it was used. And it's talking about... Again, give you the definition of it. To make perfect, complete, finish, accomplish, bring to completion. He says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected. And this particular tense here is the perfect tense. I think I left that in your outline for you. It's an initial act followed by continuous actions or results. Every time you see the perfect tense used in Greek, it is an initial act followed by continuous action or results. In this case, it is probably talking about continuous action. That he says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected. He continues to do the actions that will bring him to that place of perfection or finish or maturity. Uh, go on there. That's, but I press on, he says. That word there, press on, we're going to get to talk about it more. But it comes from the Greek word to pursue, to follow after, to press forward. And here's a fun one, persecute. A lot of times you see this in the New Testament is used for persecution that would come upon them. But to pursue, follow after, press forward. I don't know exactly why that uh, persecution would be one of those things. But you know that persecution, once it comes upon you, it just seems like it just follows you everywhere. When you get persecuted in high school, it seems like no matter which way you go, you that persecution finds you. And here he's using this for this. I press on. I press on. He says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. I press on that I may lay hold 
of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. So he wants to lay hold of something. He's got something in mind. He's got something ahead. He says, I'm pressing forward on that. We're going to talk more about the pressing forward when he, he talks more about it here later on. But without pursuing what is ahead, we will never attain to it. There are things that are ahead of us in our calling. And if we don't press forward on it, we're not going to come to it. Verse, verse 13, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Now think about this. Paul is writing this. This is the guy who has taken the gospel to more places that didn't have the gospel. This is the guy that has uh, even seen dead people rise up. This is the guy who has countless healings, people filled with the Spirit, people saved, and endured all the different things that he has. Snakes bite him. He throws them into the fire. (laughs) This is that guy. He says, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Hasn't quite reached it yet. Now, if Paul has not counted himself as apprehended, where are you? <laughs> yeah, we got to, I know myself, I got to keep going. I got a lot, a lot more to go here, don't we? Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I don't, I don't count myself as appreh- I haven't got it there. I'm not there yet. But one thing I do. I'm not doing this. I'm not counting as if I've, I've already done it. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Why is it typically, think back to your English days, why do you typically use the word end in a sentence? Because we are joining two types of thought, right? We're joining two things and bringing them together. Look at this. I do not count myself to have apprehended, but what? One thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Why, if there is one thing to do, does Paul mention two? (laughs) Doesn't that seem kind of funny to you? He says, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. If you are remembering those things that are behind, you are not reaching forward to those things that are ahead. In the reaching forward for the things that are ahead, one thing he does that also involves forgetting those things that are behind. We cannot continue to to remember those things that are behind and press forward. What kind of things are we forgetting? What kind of things... Do we, need to, do we need to let go of? Well, there might be some kind of a, of a doctrine or, or belief that might be holding us back. We've been talking about beliefs on Sunday mornings. There might be a wrong that was done to us or a disappointment. And we've got to forget that. We've got to forget failures that we've had or letdowns that have gone on. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. He talks about this as if it's one thing. I am reaching forward. But in the reaching forward, I am also forgetting. I've got to reach forward and, and, and forget. If you, um, you know, if you like football, most of you folks here like football. 
They say a good cornerback has a short memory because you cannot press forward in that area if you remember the times you got burned in the past. You got to shed that memory. You got to forget the time that he beat you before and just get out there. This is a brand new time. It's the same thing in the Christian walk. If you keep hanging on to things that have been done to you, keep hanging on to things that have failed. Well, I've prayed for people and they haven't, haven't been healed. Well, I've talked with people about the gospel, but they haven't received Jesus. Well, I've prayed for people to receive the Holy Spirit, but they haven't received the Holy Spirit. Well, I've been loving on people, but they haven't been loving me back. Or they're not receiving that love. Well, I've forgiven people, but I don't seem to receive forgiveness back. We're looking at these, these past things. As long as you continue to hold on to those past things, it's going to hold you back. It's going to hinder you. But now look at this. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Forgetting those things which are behind. He does not say forgetting those bad things which are behind. Does he? He doesn't distinguish between that. He is talking about things. He says, forgetting those things which are behind. Bad things or not. Sometimes we remember good things that happened. And I just want to try and duplicate those good things. And so I remember, how did I do that? What was it that I had done? And we, we try and recreate those, those things because of what we remember. Sometimes we have a memory of something that didn't really happen. We think about a meeting, we think about a time in our life, and we have a memory of it, how good it was, and, and we're reaching back to try and get back to that again. He says, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. If you're going to become one of those select uh, people that God has, you know, we you move your way up in the army, you're not just uh, one of the 300, you can become one of the 30 or one of the three, or some of the examples we used. If you're going to do that, You've got to forget those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. Now, here's something to kind of muddy the waters a little bit. Doesn't the Word of God tell us to remember the blessings? Doesn't He tell us to remember the things that God has done for us in the past? Are we supposed to forget those? See, the, the problem is not remembering the things that God has done for us. The problem is remembering the things that we have done. We have to forget the things that we have done. The things that we've been involved with. Not the things that God's done for us. Remember those. They increase your faith. The things that God has done for you, remember those, it pushes you forward. But you remember those things that you've done, whether they be bad or whether they be good, they will hinder you. They'll hold you back. Sometimes we think about the good things. Well, God, look at the things I've done. I've done this and I've done that and I've done this. No, that's, that's a... A wrong remembering is going to hold you back. Don't bring those things out. I put this in my outline. I don't think it made it into yours. There are things in our past that keep us from pressing on. Remembering God's blessings is not one of them. Remember the blessings of God. Remember the things that God has done for us. Don't forget those things because they are important as we move on. Philippians uh, 3.14 I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I press toward the goal. I'm pushing ahead. I'm, I'm going. Remember the, the lady who pushed through the crowd to get to Jesus? There's some effort that's involved in pressing on. It, it doesn't just happen. 
You have to press forward. You have to continue to, to go. If you're going to become better at your job, there's a pressing forward that goes on. If you're going to go out there and drum up new business, there's a pressing forward that goes on. It doesn't just come to you. You can't just say, well, I want new business. And it just comes. You, there's a pressing forward that has to happen. You know, we don't always like pressing forward. That's not always the fun thing to do. But it's, it's necessary. You've got to press forward. You've got to go through some of the obstacles that are there, that are holding you back, that are hindering you, and not let them hinder, not let them hold you back. What is it that's keeping you from pressing forward? What is it that keeps you from, from going on? I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We've got to keep that call in mind. And we have a lot of different calls that are on us. There are some general calls that are on us and there are some, some specific calls that are on us. Make sure you keep them in mind and you press on because the enemy is trying to throw enough at you to keep you from pressing forward. Life is throwing enough at you to keep you from pressing forward. But he says, I press toward the goal for the prize. Now he's pressing forward. How far ahead is he? He's pressing forward. I remember uh, Doug Jones sharing with us something that uh, Brother Hagin had said to him. He said uh, when he, one time he had uh, his, uh, his um, more intimate group of uh, ones that he was putting into. He had them together and he mentioned all the guys who were there. I know their names, but you probably wouldn't know, know all their names. And he said, boys, he said, in the realm of the spirit, I'm wading ankle deep. And that's all he said to them. <laughs> He said, in the realm of the Spirit, this is Brother Hagin. In the realm of the Spirit, I'm wading ankle deep. And Doug Jones' response was, dear Lord, <laughs> if he's wading ankle, ankle deep, where's the beach? <laughs> where's the beach? Paul is saying, I'm pressing on. If Paul is pressing on, my word, what should we be doing? If Paul is telling him, look, guys, I'm pressing on. He says, I speak in tongues more than you all in one place. Um, press, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call. Now, there's two things in there. I press towards the goal of the prize. Now, you think about this however you think about it. Again, you, we all think about this in, in ways which we relate to it. So I relate this to a cross-country race. And in a cross-country race, you have a goal line. This is the finish. This is the line that you have to cross and the, and the race is over. When you come past this point, the race is over. And so you press towards that goal. Why? For the prize. There's a prize to be achieved at the end, and you press towards the goal for the prize. That's the thing. I, one of the most memorable races I was ever in was, um, I believe it was my second year running cross country. And we had, um, it was an away game, uh, away uh, meet, I guess they would call it. And so we were going up there and they took us in the van. They drove us around on this thing where the course was going to be. And uh, they gave us some instructions about the course. And, you know, you're listening to this thing. You have to take it all in because they just kind of release you and you have to run the route. So, you know, if you have the home, you're the home team, you kind of know the route. And if you're the visiting team, you hopefully can follow somebody or <laughs> whatever. It might. But anyway, we're going around on this thing and. And um, I made a big jump from my first year to the second year. I was running a lot faster. I was up with a different group of guys. I was, I was pushing 
a lot more. And I think uh, this one was about the third race that we had for the uh, my second season. We hadn't had a home race yet. And in the home course, you know, you can run that. And I know what I ran on it last year, but this is a brand new course. Every race, every race we're doing, it's a brand new course. So I knew I was faster. I just didn't know how much faster was it, was it going. And so we were running this race and I, I gave it everything I had. I mean, I pushed forward. I was, I was barely going to make it to, it seemed like I, everything took everything in me to get up enough to get to the end. But I saw the end. I saw the goal. I saw, there it was. And so I, I can make it. I can make it to there. And so I pushed forward and I kept going for that particular thing. And as I got closer, I noticed that some of the guys that were ahead of me didn't stop. They were they kept going. Why are they going? That's the end of the that's the end of the race right there. That's the finish line. I know we drove through this whole thing. That's the finish line. Why are they still going? And um, one after another. They were ahead of me. They just, they kept going. They kept going. They kept going. All of a sudden, I realized, oh, there's a second loop. We, this is the big loop we did, but there's still another loop that you have to do before we are finished. And it just kind of hits you like, I'll never make it. <laughs> I'll never make it. This, but I found it in that, and I, I got it on around, and I, I made it that other time. But, oh, I still remember that. You, you think this is the goal. You think this is the end. And it's it's not, <laughs> it's not. But see, we press toward the goal. There's a there's a finish line. We got that finish line in sight. And he says we do it for the prize. We do it for the crown that is there. So he says I I press toward the goal for the prize. Now if you press toward the goal, you don't get to the closer to the goal by stopping. You can't just stop. You got to keep going. As tired as you are, as beat up as you are. As fed up as you might be, you keep going. You keep pressing on. You keep keep at that thing. You don't stop at it. But there's some things that keep us from going on. There's some things that stop us from pressing on. And Paul is saying, you need to keep going. If Paul keeps going, and look at the things that tried to keep him from going. Beatings, stonings, whippings, prison, shipwrecks. What are we facing? Not much when you compare it to all that, right? Look at what kept Jesus from, from pressing on. Tried to keep him from pressing on. But he didn't. I pressed toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ. In Christ Jesus. Verse 15. Therefore, let us as many as are mature. That's the same word he used before. And said he wasn't there yet. Go back over to verse 12. I'll just look at it on the screen. Verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected. He says he's not there yet. He's not on that perfected spot. And he uses the same word here. Therefore, let us as many as are mature. That word mature there is the same word as translated perfected. Have this mind. And if anything you think otherwise, and if in anything you think of otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Therefore, let us, all of us, as many as are mature, all right, that's uh, cut the group down a little bit. <laughs> have this mind. Have what mind? To press toward. That's a mindset that not everyone has. Not everyone wants to press. Some people just want to let things happen. Some things just want to, well, whatever happens today, whatever goes on. No. What's your call? 
And what are you doing to fulfill that call? What is it that's trying to stop you from doing that call? And what are you doing to come against it? Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And then he goes on and says, And if anything, if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. In other words, God will show you I'm right. Because <laughs> sometimes we, have this, we, we view this as something else. Paul, I've been pushing and I've been pushing and I'm tired. I'm tired of pushing. I'm tired of pressing on. I just want to back off for a little while. I just want to you know, not do this for, for a little bit. And that's, there's a mentality that's there. Uh, we, had, we had this with one runner, one of the guys who comes out to the group run. Uh, he's a better runner than I am. He's a lot younger too. He's about half my age, but he's still a whole lot better runner than, than I am. And so um, we, were, we were going on through and, and all of a sudden, I think uh, somewhere in December, we didn't see him anymore. He wasn't, he wasn't coming out. He has a good friend. His, uh, good friend his, his, well, I know their names. But anyway, he has a good friend. And I talk to the, the friend all the time. And uh, if you ever go to this group, this particular this guy, his name is John too. Uh, not to my running buddy, John, just another John. Tall. We call him Tall John because he is tall. He is, I mean, you, you walk into the group, you will, you will know instantly who I mean. Oh, I know your name. You're Tall John. <laughs> you, you walk in there. I mean, he stands at least eight inches above the tallest person in the group. He just is way up top. He's there. And uh, unusual guy too. He runs loves to run you think he's a basketball player he has a size 16 shoe and most companies don't even make that size shoe so we have a group run you know the bring the brooks was out last night and they they brought the shoes out well they don't bring size 16 around <laughs> not everybody even makes a size 16 but if they do they don't bring it out in the group run because how many people do you have that run that wear a size 16 shoe and he's the only one i know and so his buddy who probably has the second largest size of, of feet in the in the place he uh he wasn't there and so i said you know where is so and so because i got to know him pretty good actually helped him move into a a, a a new apartment that he had moved into and he moved into an old neighborhood i was in and i said i used to run up here and i used to run over here and there's a great hill right over here you go out there and try out that hill and so we were talking about all that and so uh, he didn't didn't show up for december didn't show up for january didn't show up for february we had asked him about it he says what's up with uh what's up with eric and he says, oh, he, uh, he decided that he's going to take some time off and get fat. That was his words. Yeah, I'm going to take some time off and get fat. And so, <laughs> so that was it. So somewhere, um, I guess somewhere in March, he showed up again. I think it was either the end of February, March, somewhere around there. He showed up again and uh, he just totally stopped running the whole time. He just wanted a break. And see, I, can't, I cannot comprehend that for me a break it, and it, I don't like it. I don't like it. I just had one over the weekend, you know, with all the stuff going on with the uh, 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 egg hunt and all the other things that were happening. I had a three-day break, and it bugged me. I'm bothered by it. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I don't, it's a very hard day for me to run on Sunday, but try and get that. Going. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, didn't run, so I made up for it. I ran a little bit longer on Monday and twice on Tuesday. Got out there in the morning, ran in the morning, came out there to group run, ran further than the, than most of the, we, with the little extension on it. And so I ran further than night and then ran this morning. So I've already got more miles on, uh, in three days this week than I had, um, than I usually have anyway at this point. <laughs> so we're, we're doing good with it. I don't like breaks. Breaks just don't, but he's just saying, no, just, no, I just took it off. And so he came on back and, uh, he was way behind, way, 
way, way back. I don't know, he must have been running something like 10-minute miles or something like that. He's maybe, I don't know, he's doggone. He was, he was so far back, we couldn't see him. He just was that. Now, he's ahead of me now. He was ahead of me the, last night. The three of them, they were doing speed workout. And so I could see them the whole way, but uh, I wasn't quite up uh, to where they, they were at. But just taking a break and just take some time off. I don't understand. I don't have that mentality in, in that. You know, it's just uh, I, I, I like going at it all the time. This is what Paul is saying. But there, there are no breaks. There are no, you press on. You keep pressing on. You don't back off. You, you keep going. Do you have that mentality? He said, let this mind be in you. Because it's not in everybody. A lot of, how many of y'all know Christians? We don't have the mentality that says we press on. We have the mentality that says, well, you know, you go until it gets too hard. You go until, uh, you, you, you keep going to, until you, you hear something you don't like. You keep reading the Bible until you come upon a passage that you don't like it. We have these things that they go, they're things that stop us. They're things that put a break on. We've got to make sure we get those things out. What kind of things are out there to stop you? What kind of things are out there to keep you from pressing on? So he says, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. Now, if you don't have that mind, you might not be one who's mature. And if in, in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. So there might be some things God needs to straighten out on your own. If you're not going to listen to Paul, he says, I'll let God straighten you out. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. So he's saying here that in pressing forward, in pressing on, you're pressing on, you're going, you're going forward, you're, you're moving ahead. But it's... As far as you're doing that, think, keep, keep this in mind. Whatever level you have attained, don't, don't give it up. Whatever level you've pressed on in the area of love, in the area of faith, in the area of patience, in the area of forgiveness, and you can just keep naming things in the, in the Word of God. Whatever you have attained, don't give up that ground. Don't let it go. Whatever area that you have, have worked on, in the area of keep worry and fear, anxiety out. Don't give it up. Because you know the enemy wants to try and take background. Don't let him do it. To the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by that same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Don't, don't let it slip. Because it's easy to let it slip. It's easy to let it go, go backwards. Whatever level, I put this in your outline, whatever level you have attained to, keep walking in it. Don't slip back. Going back is easy. Going backwards, easy to do. If you're a musician, it's easy to get worse. It's easy. You don't have to work that hard at it. You, you can do it. If you're pressing forward in your occupation, it's easy to make less money. I mean, you don't have to work hard to make less money. You have to work hard to make more money. Going back is easy. Maintaining can become boring. Well, I'm just maintaining this level. But Paul's saying, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Don't, don't give up ground. 
Press forward, but don't give up ground. Don't go backwards. Put this in your outline too. Pressing forward is hard. It's difficult. There's things that want to stop you. We were talking about it on, on Sunday. That there's a doubt that can be going on in your members, in, in yourself, that you're not even aware of. And you've pressed forward, and you've gotten rid of all kinds of doubt, and now all of a sudden this shows up. You hadn't seen it before. Pressing forward there, it's hard. Jesus even says, this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. The other kind came out other ways, <laughs> easier ways. But this one, it takes a little bit more to get, get it going. Not everyone's willing to press forward. Not everyone's willing to do that. The Williams translation puts it this way. However, we must continue to live up to that degree of success that we have already reached. We must continue to live up to that degree of success that we have already reached. What degree of success have we reached? Keep it in mind. Don't let it go. Don't let people pull you back. Don't let circumstances pull you back. Don't let the enemy pull you back. Maintain those things that you've got. It's not always fun to maintain. But uh, you know, we sometimes got to do that. We've got to maintain on but press forward. Don't ever be getting that mentality that says, well, I can just let this go. Well, I can just slouch off a little bit here. and mm-mm, There's no room for it. Because again, Paul has been talking all, all along about reaching a select group. A group that is seen by God. These are the ones I can trust. And pulling them out. Some of them might be some of the ones that Jesus talked about. Uh, be over ten cities. Some people might be a 10-city person. Some people might only be a 5-city person. Some people might only be a 1-city person. And some people might not be an any-city person. You don't get any cities. You're lucky you're here. So are we pressing forward? Are we pressing forward? Do we have the mindset that says, I will press forward? Because this is a different mindset. Most people don't pick this mindset up. Most people just want to kind of go through life. They just want to go on and, well, whatever's happening. You know, I just keep reading my Bible. I keep having my times of prayer. Keep going to church. And hopefully, hopefully I get better. But that's not the attitude that you, that you can have. You've got to press. You've got to push you got to go. You got to have your eyes on that goal. You got to be thinking, I'm obtaining the prize. I'm going for the prize. Got my eyes on the goal, and I'm pressing in. Is that the way that we're living our Christian life? If not, it's how we're supposed to be. We live our life that way. Sometimes we get some people that come around us and say, "Hey," and they they light a fire under us. They point out some things that we're doing that aren't, aren't quite there, aren't quite right. They're, they're helping us. If we have this mentality, we hear that and we say, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate oh, you. You're helping me. You're helping me out with that. If we don't have that mentality, if we're not mature, we think, well, who are you to judge? Who are you to tell me what I'm doing? 
and we can't hear it. And we don't get better. See, people who want to improve, they listen. You look at a football team, basketball team, baseball team. Yeah, especially, I think, baseball team or baseball season here now. You get the hitting coach up there, and the guy's been hitting for years. And somebody comes up to him and says, there's a hole in your swing. I don't know what that phrase means. I've just heard it used. And they said, then they begin to describe it to him, what he's got to do to, to create, get rid of that hole. Well, he can't see it. He can either get an attitude and say, that's wrong. I don't have no hole. Or he can say, I'm going to listen and I'm going to get better. The good ones will go find other find people that will come along and tell them what to do to get better. That's what the good ones will do. The ones that don't care about pressing on just want to know, well, I'm, I'm doing okay. Just tell me I'm doing okay. But they're not the ones that are going to get, get to be the better ones. They're not the ones that are going to be the all-stars. They're not going to be the ones that make the big money. They're going to be lucky to be on a team. Because one thing I have seen, there's a lot of baseball players out there. There aren't too many that are on major league teams by numbers. You've got to press. You've got to be willing to, to hear and to listen. Are you pressing forward? Are you maintaining the ground that you've got? Are you doing something to have this mind set in you? This is the mindset that you have to continue to, to feed. A mindset that you have to continue to, to do. What can I do to get better? I know I can get better. I haven't reached it yet. I know I can get better. What must I do to get better? And we listen. And we hear. And it will help us get there. Father, I thank you that you have a goal for us. And you have put that goal before us. You told us about the prize. We want to walk every day with that goal in mind attaining the prize. Do we want to come to a place of perfection? We want to come to a place where we have finished the race that was set before us. Father, I thank you that you help us to adopt this mentality that Paul is exhorting the church here at Philippi to have. If he's exhorting them to have it, we can certainly have it. And help us, Father, to see what it is that's holding us back, that's keeping us from having that prize. I thank you for all your help. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.